0: Hi friends, welcome to the podcast and to episode 45. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing our podcast producer, Jackson Zerby. We're gonna talk about his career, his path in the music industry, and some tips and tricks on how to start your own podcast.
1: Welcome to the musician's guide to being healthy, wealthy, and wise. Every week, we have music industry professionals and top performers show their insights on thriving as a modern musician. Whether you're a recent grad or high-profile artist, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Karen Cubidez, CEO of Cubidez Artist Services, marketing and management consultant, educator, and professional saxophonist based in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: guys. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I am so excited today because I get to interview our engineer and producing Jackson Zerby. Welcome, hi Jackson. everybody, how are you doing? We're so excited you're here. Um, we actually made a poll on Instagram and like everybody was like interview Jackson, interview Jackson. Very cool. So I'm happy you're here. Um, okay so actually today's episode will be like a combination, a little bit of us getting to know you and asking you questions and then also just guiding people through how to start their own podcast. Cause I feel like, you know, it's it's kind of like a an easy slash relevant slash engaging way to produce content. Yeah, it's very easy because anybody can do it, you know. You can do it on
1: the cheap or you can do it on the expensive side. And what I've kind of realized is you can get great quality recordings, not even having to go and spend a bunch of money at a recording studio. And if, and that's great if that's the way you want to do it and you have the money and you want to go and get the experience and go into a, a big recording studio. I recommend i say go ahead and do that but you don't necessarily have to take that route a lot of the best podcasts have been recorded in people's garages so i mean it's really not depending on where you are it's depending on kind of what you have and how you utilize the equipment that you that you have on hand
0: yeah definitely so you've been producing you know the great majority of the Musician's Guide podcast. And then you're also, you were the OG of the Musician Wellness podcast, which we do with Dr. Cassie. So before we get into like the mechanics of podcasting though, um, tell us a little bit about you. I know you went to Belmont and you're an audio engineer, but tell us some more. Yes, so I am
1: uh, from the South. So I'm from Oklahoma City. I mean, South, I guess. And uh, (laughs) I came to uh, Belmont in 2013. It was actually the only school that I applied to you know, I started the application for a uh, state school back home, but I just knew that, you know, music was my passion. You know, I started, you know, getting into music by playing the trap set. And uh, there's a picture that actually my dad has that has a picture of me with headphones on. And I believe that that's the exact moment that, you know, from my expression in the picture, that was the exact moment I knew that I wanted to pursue music and wanted to make that my life's career you know so you know starting in high school I started producing you know music like hip-hop I do a lot of like hip-hop production so I started doing that and then kind of transitioned into uh Belmont after high school uh doing you know the music production stuff so I actually started out uh music business but ultimately I was learning that it wasn't going to be able to give me all the courses I wanted to take in regards to music production and Audio engineering, so I switched over to doing audio engineering as my major about the first semester of my sophomore year of high of college, and uh, it was a great experience to be able to just understand that and transition over into that and to be doing something that I that I love. But you know, then I came back after I graduated in December of 2017 and uh, got my and working on my second degree, which is music business. You know, ironically but something that i felt like you know i wanted to do and understand more about so i did that and i will be graduating with my second degree a bachelor's of business administration and music business uh actually in august yeah so august 6th so very excited to finally be done with school and uh to move into the next step in my in my life and professional career yeah that's so
0: exciting and that's awesome that you did two undergrads like
1: that's yeah, crazy. a lot of people pushed me, not really pushing me, but it was ultimately, ultimately going to be my decision. You know, people can, you know, push you and say, hey, I think you should do this, or I don't think you should do that, or whatever. But ultimately, it's going to be up to you to decide if you want to do it or not. And, you know, I had a lot of, you know, family and a lot of friends and faculty that were really on my side, and just kind of pushing me to do this. And yeah. like I said, it was just something that I felt like I wanted to do, and so great support
0: was, was key to making my decision just that much easier yeah that's awesome I I think that's so cool and and I I really like I've enjoyed working with you because you have such a a wider range of of a wider range, a wide range, oh my gosh, can't speak, of interests. And um, it's been so, so awesome to just be like, okay, well, we're producing a podcast and now we're running an event and now you're doing social media. And now, you know, here we are with an artist and a video recording and an interview. And it's just been so awesome to just see just how versatile this industry is and how many different things you could do. Definitely. It's great to kind of
1: have skills in a multitude of areas. So, like with this internship that I'm doing, that I'm doing or did over the summer. Uh, with uh, Cubitus Artist Services, I was getting to do what I love to do, which is the audio side, but I was also getting to be a part of another interest that I kind of garnered, you know, in my second degree, which was uh, doing uh, social media stuff. So I'm running the social media for the cast's um, Facebook and Instagram account, as well as for the Musician's Guide, Facebook and Instagram account. And it's just giving me a whole new perspective on a different side and an important side of the of the music industry and really that relates to any industry and so having skills in a multitude of areas can kind of help you with starting your business because you're not having to you know obviously spend so much money on hiring other people you know to to do the things that you can you know start out doing on your own and obviously if your business grows you're going to obviously have to hire people to do that stuff but with the podcasting with what I'm doing with podcasting you know I understand the social media side and also understand the audio side. So I'm able to kind of work both things for now and kind of, you know, kind of give myself that competitive advantage, Mm -hmm. you know, and over somebody else and be able
0: to, you know, just bring myself, you know, to, to where I want it to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also think it's funny that this is your first podcast interview yet or ever. (laughs) First one for sure. And I mean, I'm just like excited for you to like, you know, edit your audio and just kind of like hear yourself on the other side because you're so behind the scenes and now you're like the talent. So yeah, it would be a little
1: weird, you know, to edit edit my own voice, which I think for a lot of people, you know, listening to their own recordings, it's a little awkward. It is. But I mean, I'm excited to do it, you know, so it's going to be a good experience.
0: Yeah. Um, that's funny that you say that because I don't even think about it anymore. I'm like, this is like our 45th episode or 46th. I'm like, ah, whatever. And it's just so easy now because I've done it for so long. <laughs> and it's like podcasting was pretty, It's pretty easy to pick up.
1: So one of my theories and what I believe is that anybody, no matter what you're doing in the music industry, whether you're an artist or you're a label head or anything, I think having a basic understanding of being able of the recording process. I mean, you don't have to get technical or anything like that. But I mean, just having like a basic understanding of how to create like a basic demo for yourself because your music, if you're an artist, is a way that you're marketing yourself because obviously you have social media and and you have Facebook and you have your website and everything, but your music is part of the content that you put up on those sites. And it's a way for you to, you know, market yourself and show, you know, who you are. So being able to have like a basic understanding, like especially if you're an artist or or an engine artist having just a basic understanding of the recording process is i think essential and and key for you know anybody
0: yeah absolutely um okay so before we get more into the the mechanics of it though i want to get to know you a little bit better um tell us what is one of your most favorite places that you've traveled to oh so i would
1: say probably my favorite place is uh i mean my family has pretty close ties to miami Like my dad has property, some property down there. So I go down there quite often. So that's probably one of my favorite places. But recently I went to uh, Monaco. And so that was really, really cool just to check that out and kind of, they were setting up for the Grand Prix, you know, so I got to kind of check that out. And so it was a very cool experience just to, just to be able to go and see that part of the world because I don't get to travel out of state that often. So it was a a really cool experience to kind of go see a place that I'd never seen before
0: yeah oh my gosh monica sounds amazing
1: yeah it was very
0: amazing yeah no big deal um let's talk about about. let's talk about your what's your favorite flavor of jenny's ice cream it is honey vanilla bean Mm. i don't like any
1: other flavor of ice cream but honey (laughs) vanilla bean you can try to get me to get the sweet cream but and 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 i had to get it one time because they were out of honey vanilla bean but (laughs) it's not the same. They try to trick you and tell you, Hey, it's, it's, it'll taste, you know, it'll taste yeah. you know, similar. And it does, but honey vanilla bean is my favorite ice cream. It's hands down. Jenny's is hands down the best ice cream that I've ever had in my entire life. It is amazing.
0: That's awesome. I love how you said that sometimes they make you get the other flavor. Like you have to get ice cream when you're at Jenny's. Yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. So let's talk about um, your music. Like I mean hip-hop is such a broad term like what specifically do you like about that genre and how does that influence um the music that you make slash produce well that's kind of like where I kind of started
1: the music that I kind of started getting into so it's just I kind of like the art of it you know especially when like an artist is is creating their own lyrics and they're not just having somebody else like write it for them like they're I guess like the artistry in in hip-hop and just you know just the artistry and just you know kind of what it represents and in, in in a way obviously there's artists out there who talk about bad bad things and that's not you know something that you know that i'm necessarily into but i think there's you know positivity in certain in certain hip-hop artists and yeah. i think there are, are artists in that genre who are making a positive impact so Hip hop has just kind of been, it was kind of the first genre that I started getting into. You know, my friends were listening to it and just getting into music production. I knew I wanted to do music production. And so that kind of genre of music really kind of spoke to me. And it was something that I really wanted to pursue. So kind of first getting into the production side of music, not just the playing side with my drumming skills, but getting more into the production side, that's kind of, the genre that I kind of started with that kind of really inspired me to really just, just go for my dreams and, you know, just do it and fight through, you know, all the adversity and, you know, cause there's going to be times when you're going to fail or you're not going to get where you want to go, or you think I'm never going to get there, but just continuing to push forward and
0: has really been a big piece of it. Yeah. I like that. That's so awesome. And I never considered, you know, that maybe some connotation with the genre could be of, you know, negative things or perhaps vulgarity, but that there are some, there There is some positivity. I think a
1: lot of people, I wouldn't say it's a stereotype, but I mean, that's, I think a lot of people would kind of put that genre of music in the dark light. And I, like I said, obviously there's music that, 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 that should be in that way because they talk about nasty and vulgar things, but there is music of that genre that do project positivity. There are Christian rappers out there. There are people that, that, that do this type of music, but do it in a way that's, that's a positive force in the community and not trying to separate people and cause violence, but trying to bring people together and just create a world of unity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, okay. So let's talk about our podcasting, um, relationship here. Um, so let me talk about first, like, what I think needs to be in a podcast and then I'd love to pick your brain and hear your perspective on, on what you like, but essentially for a podcast and I'll talk more about like the marketing side of things. Like, I really think that it's important to have, you know, a, a place like a, a, some kind of platform that hubs your podcast and sends it to Spotify, to iTunes, to Stitcher. Um, and Ideally, to make it as easy as possible. So, I personally use Buffsprout. Um, I like that it's only um, there's a free version, but since we have more than three hours of content per month, um, it's about twelve dollars a month. And it just once I upload it up to that platform, it sends it to all the other platforms. And I find that it's very easy, user friendly, um, and it gives me my stats every week of how many plays, um, what my audience likes, what they don't like. Um, so it's a, it's a very helpful resource. They also have really great um, articles and blogs on how to improve the podcast. Um, and and then the next thing I would say is just having a website more than social media, more than anything. I think hubbing your podcast in one location that draws people to it. Um, Cause you know, I didn't even realize this until the other day where I went out with um, I like to call her my Tennessee mom um, and she has an Android and I was like, Oh, it's on iTunes. She's like, well, I have a droid like, go to my store and and find it. So we had to go to Spotify and all over the place. And it was just like, you know, not everybody has an iPhone. So I also sent her to my website and she's able to download my freebies and I'm able to get um, people's emails and things like that um, through the stuff that is provided on the podcast website. It also adds a level of legitimacy, I think, um, because you've dedicated a space exclusively to the podcast. There's branding that is of the podcast um, and it just speaks and looks, I think, slightly more professional than, you know, if it was just kind of independent on its own and not as consistent. And then the last thing I'll say is, yes, social media is very helpful interacting with your audience. And I know you're doing a great job with that, Jackson, but um, having consistency, I have said this before on the podcast, but consistency trumps everything. Um, So if you're going to say that you're going to have an episode every week, make sure you have an episode every week um if your audience is used to a certain length of episode a certain style vibe whatever like listen to the people showing up for you and listening to your podcast um do you have any any other thoughts jackson
1: yeah so i just just uh, kind of piggyback off of what she was saying uh just kind of consistency is is very important because your listeners and your people coming to your website or wherever they're coming to facebook social media website whatever they want to see updated content because if people are coming to your website and they're actually coming there consistently, they're truly interested. And so they so they truly want to understand what's going on with you as a person and with you with whatever you're doing. So consistency is key to being able to keep people coming to your website and to grow your follower base because I knew somebody that you know was posting once a week or posting one week and then inconsistent the next week and his followers were decreasing and one of the reasons was was because his inconsistency and people want to come to your website want to come to whatever and see new things and and they don't want to come back and just see the same old same old you know, because then people leave and they become disinterested because if you're not kind of connecting with them, you know, doing your, doing your part, essentially your half have to connect with them. They're not going to want to, you know, connect with you or continue to connect with you. So consistency is important just to continue to keep the followers that you have, but also to continue
0: to grow your followers as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about like specific, very simple layman's terms. Like what is the, the three essentials or four essentials that you need to record a podcast as far as equipment? So, uh, obviously
1: you can't record a podcast without a mic. So, I mean, that's not necessarily, do you want me to go from like most important to least important or you just want me to just list four things that are essential to a podcast?
0: Yeah. So l- let me just be like super simple. So like, uh, I would say we need a microphone yes. and interface,
1: microphone, computer an interface. You would need a computer and then garage like band band, is yeah. uh, obviously a great program. Like you don't really need to spend money on a DOS software because the DOS software is not necessarily going to equate to the audio quality of what you're recording. It's the, it's the equipment that you have like your mic and your audio interface that and the cables that you have that are going to determine the sound quality. So mics, which I currently use, the SM7B, which is a legendary cardioid dynamic mic. So you're able to capture sound from all angles except from the very back. So it looks like if you were to look at a cardioid pattern, it'd be it looked like a heart, which yeah. is the name cardioid. So these are great mics for uh, recording podcasts because they have a nice warm. You know frequency response and a very dynamic very versatile dynamic range so they produce very good audio so these are the uh mics that i use during uh, my podcast obviously there's other options but the equipment that i'm you know talking about are just things that i use obviously there's other equipment out there that you can definitely use and the money that you spend is obviously going to depend on the equipment that you buy so mics Uh, Having an audio interface is is also key, you know, not recording directly into the computer, but having an audio interface. So I use an Apollo twin audio interface that allows me to uh, record only two mics at a time. But for what I'm doing, that's all I need. So we can record uh, Karen, you know, by herself, or we can have somebody come in and do an interview. So that is key. And then having a computer is I would say third thing that you would, that you have to have. So having a computer, whether it be a Mac or a PC, the computer doesn't really matter. I would recommend uh, an Apple computer. I'm a little biased here, but that's the computer that I, that I started using to kind of do music with. So, and it's very easy to, To understand like you know this the operating system so if you're so if you're somebody that's kind of like interested in getting into podcasting but you know you know but really don't know like the software to use you know a mac is a is a great computer to use because it's very intuitive and apple has refurbished products on their website obviously you can go to craigslist or other you know spaces to find used equipment used macbooks so that's a great thing to have, you know, obviously an essential thing to have when you're recording a podcast. And then mic stands and mic cables. So those are obviously essential things to have. So I mean, a very basic setup. So you can uh, obviously record a decent quality, you know, podcast with, with a mic or two, mic cables, stands, a computer, and uh, an audio interface. And then a dos software which apple has garage for free so yeah. not a lot of not a lot of stuff that you need and like i said depending on the prices of what you get that's going to depend on how much you spend but i mean you can spend easily under a thousand dollars and get some good equipment that'll that'll give you a decent you know podcast for you to
0: put out yeah definitely and for me one of the things that is or one of the things that is most important you know obviously the the editing and the final product has to be of a certain quality, but I really appreciate um, the investment in the good mics. Like the fact that you have really good mics and that the sound quality is excellent is important because I can't listen to a podcast that has poor sound quality. Like I don't care how famous the person is, how awesome, if their stuff sounds like crap, I can't, I just cannot listen to it. So I I really like um, that, that our focus is on, on that audio quality, especially because our audience is musicians. So it's like, definitely has to sound good yeah so i think that that's really great um so i think like in the show notes we'll put a couple of different like setups of of podcasting equipment and just give people like a better idea of like definitely different tiers and and price ranges and budgets and all that definitely um but yeah i think anything else you want to add that you think is relevant to podcasting i mean just i mean anybody can do it you know if you want to do
1: it you know if you have a passion for it you know go for it you know and just let the work speak for itself. I mean, obviously, you know, and you know, I in the music industry and really in any industry, you know, you know, kind of the opportunities that you know that I've been kind of you know being able to be a part of, you know, very fortunate to be a part of, is not necessarily from you know from what I know and the skills that I have and that I've learned, but you know, kind of as a person. So like being able to like be with somebody that you're, you know, you enjoy working with, you know. Because, you know, you can have all the skills in the world. You can, you can start your own podcasting company and have all the skills in the world and be able to create a, like a first-class podcast for somebody. But if you're not really anybody that, you know, somebody likes to work with, you know, then, you know, that can kind of, that can trump moreover not the skills that you, that you have. So just being able to be a likable person and, you know, someone that people enjoy being around is, is a big key to, to recording
0: podcasts. But, you know, to any, anything that you do. So, yeah, I totally part of our company culture, you know, be good people and definitely and do the thing, be easy to work with and I think the last thing I'll add is, um this podcast, like we didn't or any of the podcasts that we've done, like we didn't start it perfectly, like it just hopefully no, it never starts gets, it never starts off perfectly, I mean right.
1: sometimes it does, but I mean it's just the learning process, you know, and you're like we're both learning together. I'm learning, you're learning. And yeah. it's just a process that, you know, will continue to, to grow and then continue to get better and better.
0: Yeah. It just, you know, you just have to kind of start somewhere and it just gets better and better and better. And and for me, it's exciting to know that, you know, as these episodes go by, like I feel more confident. I feel better about the interviewing. I'm quicker to make people feel more comfortable. I don't know if you'll agree with that.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Totally. And
0: you like, I'm. you've heard me like through all these, you know, couple dozen episodes um definitely it's it's definitely a really just a matter of starting and just knowing that it'll be improved as you get better and you know as everybody gets a little more cohesive with that and don't just be don't be so hard on yourself too like understand that
1: like you're there are a lot of people that are just like you like my my parents have told me that they tell me that every day you know when there's times when i'm like i'm not feeling the best or like or I'm not feeling 100% like just understanding that like there are a lot of people that are doing the same exact things that you are so you're not alone in that regard so and it may feel like that when you're in the moment but once you kind of get back to the point and understand that you know that this is just a temporary thing and that this is something that's not going to last forever and that you'll get over it and you know and if it's something that you're nervous about you know just take a deep breath you know and and it's everything's going to be okay and you know once you get through it you know you learn something about yourself and you understand that hey i i can actually do it so the next time you do it you're a rock star and you understand exactly what what needs to be done so you're awesome yeah i love that so okay jackson where can people find you so people can find me on instagram jackson zerby and uh on facebook as well i have twitter but i never really use it you know just just to look up news on sports so i don't really use twitter but facebook and instagram are my two main platforms okay awesome well thanks for chatting with us thank you very much for having me